Well, hi, I'm Danny Flex, and welcome to the latest edition of Seconds Out Flex Expectations. Weekly look ahead at the boxing action to come. Every Thursday, 4:30 p.m., we go live, and this week I am at the Copper Box Arena um, in East London, and we're here predominantly to interview the GB team for the European qualifier for the Olympics, which starts on Saturday, two days' time, and. Uh, that will kick off as I say on Saturday and we can't wait, um, stars of the future no doubt and we want to qualify as many of our fighters as possible. We've already spoken to a selection of them, the content will be going up um, over the next couple of days and you'll get to see that. But I just want to um, encourage people, especially if you're local, to come down to the Copper Box, it's a great arena for boxing. They obviously, last Olympics it was built as part of that and they didn't use it for the boxing, funnily enough, the boxing took place at the XL Arena which isn't too far away from here. This was used for handball among other events, um, but it's now been transformed if you like into a boxing arena, professional promoters have used it, Frank Warren most notably, and now we've got the European qualifier. And Europe's very strong in terms of the regions, so the European qualifiers tend to be some of the hardest to get through. The majority of GB boxers at the weights will have to get to the quarterfinals to seal their place for Tokyo 2020. Some will have to get to the semi-finals, um, so it's not going to be easy for um, many of them. We've got a couple of favourites, um, Lauren Price certainly, um, female middleweight, and uh, Pat McCormack, who's uh, probably our most favoured male at the moment, world silver medalist, Lauren Price obviously world and European gold medalist and they'll be the two standouts but there's others coming through um, some have made late entries into the squad the likes of Charlie Davison who took a long hiatus and came back into the sport um, you've also got uh, Lewis Richardson who I had the pleasure of meeting earlier he came in for the injured Sammy Lee um, at two weeks notice for the qualifier he'll be looking to grasp his opportunity um, and some of the others I mean I could mention the whole squad Chev Clark's obviously a big friend of mine and the channel um, and Big Fraser Clark as well, who's waited a long time for his big opportunity. So we'll look forward to that. Um, but the biggest thing is, if you can come down and lend your support, please do. Tickets are very reasonably priced. I believe there's still some left. Um, there's information out there about which days to attend in terms of who is going to have the opportunity to qualify when. And these are the stars of the future. Not only will we be watching them when they compete in Tokyo if they qualify next year, but they will be the pros of the future as well. A lot of them have got really easy on the eye styles. A lot of them already work up in Sheffield with the likes of Anthony Joshua, Joshua Buatzi, and they're well worth watching. So next week is just the, the start of what could culminate in a massive, massive uh, occasion and opportunity for them. They've got the chance to live their dream just by going to an Olympic. Some Galau Yafaya and Pat McCormack have obviously been to the previous Olympics, but none of the others have. And you'll get to see that, but also, they could achieve their dream of winning an Olympic medal, which even for pros now who've gone on to win world titles still say that that, not the pro achievements, was the pinnacle of their career. So you can't imagine how much it must mean to these guys. You'll get an inkling of it through watching some of the interviews. But yeah, watch if you can. If not, it's available online on TV. You'll be able to watch it that way too. Um, but yeah, I'll be glued to the set I would imagine when I'm not attending live which I will be at least one day maybe more next week so looking forward to that let me know what you think of the GB Olympic squad uh, Olympic qualifier squad I should say who you favour who you like watching the most and what you think about amateur boxing Olympic boxing in general be good to hear your views I'll be back next week with Flex Expectations 4.30pm Thursday I'll be here Monday with Reflections 4.30pm um, also and I'll see you all then cheers
it seems like Billy Joe Saunders has possibly got the Canelo fight. We're waiting on an official confirmation, but it's all over social media that he's 99% got it. Should this fight happen May the 2nd, how, how, break it down for us, how, how have we seen this one go? Of course it's about preparation and, and uh, uh, um, Canelo Alvarez has proved his, his head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, with Billy Joe Saunders, he's, he's still an unknown entity. You look at Billy Joe and think, what more has he got, what more can he do? This guy can box, he's slick, he's southpaw. Uh, he can be so unorthodox in everything he does. If you base it off the Lemieux performance, how would you rate him in, in that fight? To give him a whole fire. Because nobody expected to... If you look at how Mayweather beat Canelo, he boxed him. He didn't outfight him, he boxed him. Which shows you, you, he can be outboxed. Uh, and I think how um, um, Billy Joe performed against Lemieux, you know, that version to box and box smart and sharp it's not about brawn, it's about brain. Uh, he has the ability to do that. But it's a big ask, but he has the ability to do that. So if he can cre create that version of Billy Joe Saunders, then, then it's not, it, it, you've, got a, you've got a hell of a fart in your hand. Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking the icon right here and also hit the bell button so that you can get alerts every time we upload a new video. This is Ryan Elliott from Boxing Social in association with Betfred. We're at the Copper Box in London today. A couple of days out now from the start of the Olympic qualifiers, right here where we're stood right now with me, Team GB hopeful Pat McCormack. Pat, it's been a little while since I've seen you. What have you been up to in that time that's passed ahead of this this huge event, the final hurdle? Not much, mate. Just been uh, training hard, getting ready for uh, these qualifiers. I've seen a lot of you guys have been out sort of sparring with Kazakhs and others. What, what's it like having those final preparations in there with other world-class athletes as well? What do you take from that? Yeah, it's good being over in Kazakhstan. Went over there for two weeks, about six weeks ago. Um, got us into gear a bit, um, sparring with the top, top um, lads in the world. So, yeah, can't wait. In good, good, in good form. What's the mood like sort of around the team at the minute? When I, when I saw you all in Sheffield, it was a bit more lighthearted, a bit jokey. Still had a few weeks ago, we just had the announcement, so everyone was in good spirits. A bit more business-like amongst you all, it seems, today, going into, into this final step. Yeah, everyone's just ready to get the job done. Um, yeah, it is more like business now. Um, everyone's on it, though. The team's looking well. Um, everyone's on good form. We've been spawned well. We've been uh, doing well against all the other, good all the other countries in the uh, gym bouts, and uh, everyone's looking on good form. When you're going towards something like this in the, in the final week or so, what, what's that preparation like for you? I'm guessing you've tapered down when it comes to sparring and stuff like that. Is it just about mental more than anything? Yeah, everyone's, everyone's down to the weight now a bit, so everyone's feeling sharp. Everyone's a bit low on food. Um, yeah, but everyone's uh, feeling good. Can't wait to get the, the show on the road. Being one of Team GB's brightest hopes going into this, a lot of people are looking at you as someone that, that could bring a medal back. Does that come with any added pressure for you? Is it something you think about at all? No, no. Uh, when you expect to get, when you like sort of like expected to get a medal, um, it, it makes you feel like you're worthy of a medal and you should be getting a medal. So I don't feel like I don't feel like it's any pressure. I feel like it's good for you. I appreciate you're still one step away, but for yourself and your brother both to be number one at your weight for Team GB with this one final step before you both go to Tokyo 2020 is remarkable for a family to be in that position. How proud are you of the position that you and your brother sort of put yourself in, where your family is right now with that one final step left? Yeah, yeah, obviously I went to uh, Rio and Luke didn't get picked, uh, so it's going to be good for us both going to the Olympics. Obviously it's going to be good, good for me, uh, club 
Burtley boxing as well for two people to go to the Olympics from the same club at the same time. It's sort of unheard of, so yeah, it's going to be good. Given that you've been there before, sort of as a competitor, and he hasn't, you've given him any advice about how to deal with things like this. Maybe if, if he's getting a bit restless, a bit bored, waiting for all the action to get going. Nah, he'd be sound. Don't worry about him. He'd be sound. There's some serious talent in this squad. Uh, you and your brother amongst it. How excited should we be about this team going into Tokyo 2020? We're expecting a big haul from these guys, yourself included. Yeah, definitely. They've got an unbelievable team here. Um, I was on the uh, Rio team, and I feel like this team's better. Obviously, we've got better medals at the Europeans and better medals at the world so I think we're going to get better medals at the Olympics as well Now we just had the announcement when I last spoke to you and we talked about the response from friends and family and everybody in Berkeley as well as we get closer I'm sure you know how many people have been coming down and, and sort of pushing you over the line here are you expecting a few busloads to be coming down and getting behind you here? Yeah listen whoever wants to come down more than welcome um, all, all, the, all the fans are going to be English anyway so they're going to be all cheering for each fighter so it doesn't really matter uh, I remember boxing in Russia and I was walking out and it felt like the full stadium was just wanting us to get beat, so it's going to be good to have uh, all them on my side this time. Before I let you go, Pax, you've got immediate to do. I just wanted to pick your brains on a couple of things. Northeast boxing, first and foremost, someone we've spoken about before, Lewis Ritson, back in action next month against Miguel Vazquez. You were there at his last fight. I know Lewis is someone you sort of keep an eye on. How do you see that fight unfolding? Good test to see where he's at as he looks to push towards world level. Yeah, up here in the, in the northeast, Lewis uh, Ritson's the man. He sells the stadium out. That uh, all the fans love him. So, yeah, I think uh, with all with all them supporters behind him, I think uh, he's gonna he's gonna do a number on him. I think he's gonna beat him. You were there at the Robbie Davis fight. I was there. That atmosphere is unbelievable as it always is when you pack plenty of the northeast into one building. Does that give you that little bit of that little bit of desire to know that one day that could be you in that same position? Yeah, 100%. Obviously, uh, he's doing uh, the North East Boxing proud. He's bringing, uh, he's filling the stadiums out, he's bringing all the fans into it, so he's just warming it up for us coming through, so he's doing a great job. Final one, another North East boxer, Josh Kelly, is going to be headlining down here in the very near future against David Avenition. Good step-up fight for Josh. How do you see that one playing out, Pat? Yeah, it's a good step-up fight for him. Uh, both of them good fighters. Uh, I think uh, Josh will win on points. Final one for you, Pat. Everyone has been sending you messages. I'm sure you've had loads going into this final little step here. What message will you give to friends, family, everybody getting behind you as well? Just come down and enjoy the show. And that's it. Pat, thank you very much as always for your time. Best of luck, mate. back on behind the gloves with another news update keeping you guys up to date with all things combat now i'm sure you guys have seen all over social media all over the news about the coronavirus outbreak obviously a lot of sporting events have been cancelled or have been uh, taking place behind closed doors um, and i don't remember a situation like this in boxing uh, in recent times but top rank have released a statement and it says as followed due to the coronavirus pandemic and to ensure the health and safety of boxing fans, Top Rank announced today that the March 14th and March 17th events at Hulu Theatre at Madison Square Garden will proceed without spectators. The only individuals granted access to the events will be its essential production and support staff in addition to fighters and necessary team members. Both events will still be shown live on their respective ESPN platforms. And as for future events, Top Rank is consulting with the venue partners and will make, we'll make a, a determination in due course. Full refunds for tickets purchased for the March 14th and March 17th events will be available at the point of purchase. It's a bit crazy, I don't ever remember um, a boxing match taking 
place behind closed doors i can't imagine the atmosphere obviously both events were pretty big in in, in their ways obviously we had shakur stevenson um defending his title against mariaga and then obviously um we had michael conlon bringing his irish fans over and you can imagine the atmosphere what it would have been like on march 17th and on march 14th with shakur's fans but now both these fights are going to be taking place behind closed doors it's a very interesting situation i'm going to be tuning in obviously to the fights but now it's going to be even more interesting i can't imagine one of these fighters scoring a knockout and you know running over to the crowd or anything and there's no one there it's just going to be a very strange strange atmosphere at madison square garden what do you guys think of this whole situation obviously it's a serious situation with the outbreak of the virus but um do you think it was necessary for uh this to take place right now let us know in the comment section below make sure to stay tuned for all the latest content Hey Fight Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking the icon right here and also hit the bell button so that you can get alerts every time we upload a new video. Joshua fight is something happening in on no April. Comment. <laughs> if you win no this comment. title, but if you win no this title, let, let, let me finish the question. Don't if you talk about bombs. sorry, if you radio win, Rahim, we do not talk about sausages on this radio station. We only talk about men who fight. We don't talk about bombs. We don't talk about houses. We don't talk about men we know not who won't fight. We talk about real men. Who step up and fight? This is Tyson Fury, but he should be very wary because I'm clapping behind him, I'm coming after him like a shadow. So let him keep on underestimating me and thinking I'm a pussy. When these jabs, rights, hooks, uppercuts start landing on him, like they did inspiring years ago, as he mentioned, I think it'll be a different story and he'll be shaking my hand and showing me a lot more respect. Joshua has all the belts but one. What has changed Joshua's for you? Joshua's been defeated. The young, man will, the young good man will always beat the old. This is not a competition, you know, ESPN didn't hire Joshua or Wilder, they hired the Gypsy King. Um, I just gotta do what I do, be me. Just be myself and that's enough. Why do you think they did hire you as opposed to the other guys? What makes you stand out to I'm US? Unique. I'm unique, I'm the most charismatic, colourful champions as Muhammad Ali, barring none. The, the kind of experience that you've had versus the kind of experience that he's had, who comes in this fight, Ring General? Ring General? Yeah. Me. Why so? It's just who I am. It's, it's who you are. Alpha and Omega. It's just who you are, right? You're born with it. That's why some people are there, some people are there. It's just who you are, isn't it? It's just who you are. No one can call themselves the man until they beat me. And I've not been beat by anybody. When you were Scarface, he was new on the scene. You know, Sosa was the boss, but Scarface had the heart, came in and took over the game. How do you beat Joshua? I don't think that fight's possible to make. Why not? The, the chickens, they don't want to fight. He didn't want to fight Wilder for $80 million. He ain't going to fight me for no amount of money. We're in the same division, the same weight. It's the same time, the same era. So we have to fight. It'd be silly not to. What about Joshua's last fight with Takam? Stinker. It was terrible. Another three, four years, he'll be moving on from boxing. Another three, four years, I should be the dominant force in the heavyweight. He's knocked out a few bums. No one wants to come fight me on my own time. Not even UK heavyweight. Fury didn't want to fight. <laughs> that other guy from England and his promoter, I don't even want to give them any, any um, credibility in my interviews. They had their opportunity for $80 million. 
What type of a fighting man turns down $80 million if you don't want to fight? There we go, say no more. They've been professional nine years. I've been pro five. I've bared the burden of the heavyweight division on my back for some years. Because it was all about me fighting Wilder, fighting Fury, fighting Klitschko, fighting Dylan, fighting Povetkin. That's what I was interested in, me fighting them all. And I'll always knock them down one by one. But people have to be patient. The truth of the matter is, you couldn't pay me a million pounds to lose to Anthony Joshua. Because it's not about money. I know he's going to look at me and think to himself, boy, if one of these right hands touch me, boy, I'm going to be in pain. So it's that physical presence and I know I've got that. I know I've got that advantage on him. I know I've got that on majority of heavyweights. You know, I'm strong, I'm built, I'm fit. What's the difference between you and Joshua? Why are you and Wilder getting in the ring and they won't? The difference between me and Joshua is I make this look good. <laughs> and I like to see myself as, as the people's champion. I'm the man who gets in amongst the people. I'm the man who's there with them, <coughs> hands-on. I'm like a hands-on boxer. He's like a more standoffish, don't touch me. I need 10 security guards. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think he just needs that to, to convince himself he's done well in his life. And some people buy a Rolls Royce to impress the next man. Some people in buy a Rolls Royce because they want it for the self-gratification because they've earned it. And some people buy one because it's a great car and they want it. How much is a fight between you and Joshua potentially worth? £15.55. You're gonna have to excuse the language, but he's flat out called you a pussy. Yeah. And he said that he doesn't even want to discuss you. That's gotta, that's gotta irritate you at the at the least. You gotta know what to expect from these type of characters, but he's the same guy that was singing my praises when we sparred when I was a complete novice. You know what I'm saying? The same guy that was saying, look out for this guy is now the one calling me a pussy when I've gone on and improved anyway. So for me, talk is cheap. Joshua's nothing like Wilder, but I'd like to bring him over and give him a good hiding anyway. Don't let a man get too comfortable in that ring. They haven't got the to turn up and spar. End of. <laughs> what do you think about that turn of events and how many people are you going to make lose their money? Don't bet against the house. You never bet against the house. The house always wins. Alexander, first of all, welcome back to the UK. It's yeah. great to see you here. Thank you. I'm very happy to come back in the UK. You have London tattooed on your arm. You must have fond memories of the Olympics from 2012. <laughs> visit the Olympic Village uh, to see what's happening there because I, I, I remember everything from that time. You boxed here once as a professional, uh, November 2018 against Tony Bellew up in Manchester. What did you take away from that fight, the UK fans, the atmosphere? Uh, uh, в Объединенном Королевстве в 2008 году на чемпионате Европы. My first time to box here was uh, in 2008 in the European Championship, Amateur Championship. Второй раз я боксировал в Йорк Холле в 2013. Да, в 2013 году. Это были украинские атаманы. The second time I boxed here was uh, 2013 within WSB. World uh, Series of Boxing. I was the part of a, a Ukrainian Ottomans team. 
Третий раз я боксировал в Манчестере с Тони Белью. Нет, на Олимпиаде. А, на Олимпиаде третий раз. Ну и четвертый это был Манчестер Тони Белью. Мне очень нравится эта публика, которая находится здесь, потому что она очень хорошо разбирается в боксе. Неважно, кто ты и откуда. Если ты показываешь хороший и качественный бокс, они тебя поддерживают, даже если ты не местный боксер. Это круто. Вот это и манит, когда ты приезжаешь и тебя здесь ждут. Back in October, you made your official heavyweight debut against Chaz Witherspoon, who was a late replacement. How do you look back and assess your performance? Я до конца еще не вкусил супер тяжелой весовой категории. I didn't. I haven't yet realized being a heavyweight. Бой с Дереком Чесором, я думаю, будет большим испытанием для меня, и я буду очень усердно готовиться к нему, так же, как я и готовлюсь, в принципе, ко всем поединкам. I think Derek Chisora fight will be a huge challenge for me. I will prepare. I will train hard, nor as I used to train normally. Я когда-то смотрел его поединок, когда он бил э, Виталия Владимировича по лицу, а потом плевался водой э, в Володю. Я думаю, что он уже перерос вот это ребячество и будет э, более серьезно ко всему относиться. Я думаю, что мы фанатам бокса закатим хорошее шоу и люди порадуются, смотрев его. Wary that tomorrow Derek might try something like that. Ты вспомнил про его выходки с пощечиной, с воду выплевывал. Ты готов? Завтра он может тоже что-то такое вычудить. Конечно, я готов. Of course, I am ready. Has it been a frustrating period for Alexander? He had a bicep injury and had two cancellations. Was it Takam? And Spong, has it been frustrating overall this transition into everything? Я об этом не думаю. Я воспринимаю это все как испытание и прохожу их. Я абсолютно не думаю о том, что меня останавливает, потому что я знаю, что меня ждет впереди. То есть я иду к своей цели. I don't treat it like a problem, I treat it like a challenge and uh, 
I'm not thinking of it uh, of things of issues that stop me because I, I know that uh, some big things await for me in the future. Let's talk about Derek Chisora, the boxer. Are you a fan of the way he's boxed down the years? Поговорим о боксе Дерека Чесора. Являюсь ли ты сторонником, фанатом того бокса, который он показывал последние несколько? Мне нравится смотреть. Он значительно вырос после поединка с с Виталием. Мне нравится смотреть поединки Дерека, других боксеров. Чтобы я являлся его ярым фанатом. Я ярый фанат Василия Ломаченко и его бокса. А это я просто люблю наблюдать то, что он делает. Actually, I enjoy watching his fights, uh, and he improved his skill, improved his skills um, considerably after the fight with Vitaly Klitschko. Uh, I like to watch him fighting, but I'm not. I can't say I am a fan of Derek Chisora because I'm a fan of Vasily Lomachenko. <laughs> you uh, you cross paths. You met up in Saudi Arabia back in December for the Joshua Ruiz fight uh, at the stadium. Uh, what was said then? Мы очень сила, мы очень мило с ним поговорили, когда я шел, я увидел Дерека в очень таком прикольном прикиде. Я ему сказал, что он очень хорошо выглядит. Мы с ним обнялись, сфотографировались и пошли по своим делам. We had a very lovely conversation. I saw him walking and wearing some nice uh, clothes and I made him a compliment that he, he had a very sharp look. So we hugged each other, took a picture and just left the room. This is a, an interesting uh, time for, for you to be waiting. You're obviously mandatory for the WBO world title. I guess you didn't need to take this fight. How important is it to stay busy and keep active? По поводу ты сейчас являешься обязательным претендентом, для тебя в принципе не обязательно драться сейчас с часорой, но насколько важно быть постоянно активным и проводить регулярные поединки. На самом деле, мне вообще без разницы, какими претендентами являюсь. Для меня главное боксировать. Меня это делает живым, то есть то, что я делаю, как я тренируюсь, какой я образ жизни веду, то, что я боксирую, это меня вот шевели, то есть я из-за этого я и двигаюсь. Derek has been quoted and he, he thinks that you're going to dance around all night. How do you respond to, to that quote? Derek сказал, что ты будешь весь бой танцевать вокруг. Как ты бы ты отреагировал? То, что я буду танцевать? Я очень люблю танцевать. Yes. Что ты весь бой будешь вокруг него танцевать? Ну, я очень люблю танцевать. I love dancing. <laughs> you can teach him a few moves. Можно научить его некоторым движениям. Я думаю, что он умеет танцевать. При моих танцах я еще буду использовать навыки бокса. Так что... I think he, he knows how to dance, but uh, in my dance I will use some boxing skills as well.
you must be keeping a, a close eye on the, the heavyweight scene just generally so there's two big fights coming up Joshua versus Pulev how do you see that one going? Ты, наверное, держишь руку на пульсе в хэвиуэйте, вот сейчас бой Джошуа Пулев, что думаешь? Ничего не думаю, хочу просто посмотреть этот поединок, пускай они боксируют. Я э, жду своего часа, и как только мне Всевышний даст эту возможность, я ее буду использовать. Being a heavyweight, I wait for my chance uh, to fight. The Lord gives me this chance, and I will take it. And the WBC champion Wilder fighting, sorry, WBC champion Fury fighting Wilder. Will it be the same result as the second fight in the third? Думаешь, вот в рематче в третьем поединке будет такой же результат, как и в предыдущем? Первый поединок Тайсон Фьюри на самом деле сам себе притянул ничью. Uh, in the first fight, Tyson Fury uh, made the draw he, with his own hands. Он не был очень сконцентрирован. He was not concentrated. Да, второй поединок он вынес как бы те ошибки, которые он допустил в первом. Он сделал работу над ошибками, и мы увидели все, что произошло. He made all the conclusions of the first fight, and in the second fight uh, we saw what happened. Over the next day or two, and also in fight week, you'll be a lot of questions with that Anthony Joshua. How do you mentally block that out? Because obviously Derek Chisora is your immediate priority. Последующие несколько дней и fight, ну неделю перед боем тебя будет засыпать вопросами по Анатолию Джошуа. Как ты блокируешь это? Ну как ты не допускаешь разговоры о Джошуа? Зная, что у тебя впереди еще ожидает Дарек Чесова. Так Чем мне, мне, чё мне думать о том, что будет э, когда-то, э, если у меня есть э, первоначальная задача, я выполняю малое, но думаю о великом. То есть я буду думать о Джошуа только тогда, когда уже будет ясно, что мы будем боксировать. А сейчас мне зачем о нем думать? Засорять себе голову I have a uh, close uh, objective uh, in front of me, it's Derek Chisora. <coughs> I will start thinking <coughs> Sorry. I will start thinking of uh, Anthony Joshua as soon as this fight is uh, is confirmed. Yeah, all other time I don't need to be concentrated on it. And was one of the reasons that you took the Chisora fight looking at the bigger picture? Obviously a, a UK opponent makes a fight with Anthony Joshua down the line even bigger. Правильно ли будет сказать, что выбор Дерека Чесора это некая подготовка к поединку с Джошуа, потому что э, британский боксер, подготовка фаната, плацдарм для большого поединка с Джошуа? Наверное, мы скажем да. Probably positive. Yes. And training camp for this fight? Will it be in Kiev? Will it be in America? Has that been discussed? In Kiev. In Kiev. Yes. Last two questions. Uh, message to the fans that will be watching on May the 23rd. What can you say to them? Послание фанатам, которые будут смотреть 23 мая. Я не знаю, я очень обожаю своих фанатов, которые меня поддерживают и которые даже не поддерживают. И 
Я буду дарить им бокс, тот, который я умею, тот, который я боксирую. I love my fans, even, even though they are not, not, not all of them are my fans, not all of them support me. Uh, I will uh, work hard, I will perform the boxing I used to perform and I will present them that kind of boxing. Если бы у меня была возможность, я бы обнял их всех вместе, но у меня очень короткие руки для этого. If I, if I have an opportunity to hug all of them, I would definitely do this, but I have very short hands and arms. <laughs> And last question, you'll see Derek Chisora tomorrow. Do you have a message to Derek that we can send to him tonight? Let's behave like gentlemen. Но если ты не хочешь этого делать, я тебя не могу заставить. But if you don't want to do that, I cannot make you do that. И веди себя как хочешь. Behave uh, the way you want. <laughs> we'll get a quick shot of your teacher. Is that a new t-shirt? There it is. On the sale. <laughs> There we go. Job done. Thank you. Thank you. Cool.